1: Jones in the Temple Film, I'm Steve and I'm Matt and this week we're going into our third film of the Amityville horror franchise and this one's a pretty easy title we never heard this in the 80s Amityville 3D the whole world knows the story of this house
2: <gasps> now its terror
3: takes on a new dimension As the horror reaches out beyond the edge of the screen.
2: De La presents Amityville 3D. The
0: the the spook is in in your face this time. The ghosties are coming for you. Yeah, and and you know what? There was so much
1: coming at me. I feel like we need some help to like grab on to all this completely realistic 3D. So I think we're going to ask the Jersey Ghouls. Welcome, Yay! Marissa and Jackie. How are you two doing?
3: Oh, I'm dancing. Good. <laughs> She's <laughs> dancing. She's so excited. She's dancing. No, we're doing good.
1: That's awesome. I, I love that you came for, uh, you know, rocking out in October. We're doing a franchise. Have either of you two seen this movie?
2: No, I have to be honest and I may lose some street cred here. I've only ever watched the first one before we we set out to to tackle this series.
3: I've never seen it, but I remember the VHS cover of this one walking down my local you know video store and I remember being kind of freaked out because it's that kind of gremlin hand coming at you and that kind of wigged me out. So I remember the box art, but I have this is my first time seeing it.
1: Yeah, don't worry, Marissa. Um, you're not going to lose street cred on not seeing the Amityville franchise.
2: <laughs> oh, you don't know the circles I roll in, huh? <laughs>
1: Uh Yeah, because I hadn't seen hardly any of this franchise before we did this, and that's part of why you know when Matt's like, "Let's do this franchise," I was like, "Game." Plus, him, him and I have been collecting them. They're some of them are tough to find. Uh, Matt, how about you?
0: I had seen this one actually, and it it's uh, very much to the point of that that cover that VHS cover got me. I, I think I rented this one before I saw any of the other ones, to be honest. And I think it's because of the, the cover of like the monster hand reaching out would that that's right up my alley. So like I, I, this one caught me at a very early age, but I, like I said, I think it's the first one I saw of the series based solely on judging the book on its cover. <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah. So Jackie, uh, kind of like piggyback off yours. I kind of thought this was a ghoulies thing. When I was a kid, like with a gremlin hand. Mm-hmm. So and then when you when you go to the back, I was like, I would always tell my brothers, I was like, I guarantee you it's like ghoulies, man. But we never rented it. Did you ever have a VHS where you're like, I always want to rent this, but somehow you always get talked out of it or you never pick it up on that weekend?
3: Oh, yeah. What is it? It's the one with um Jennifer Conley with all the bugs. The VHS cover, she's got like all the bugs in her hand and like on her face.
0: Ph- it, phenomena or Creepers.
3: I just remember like all the bugs and I was like, dude, that looks cool. I should rent it. And it just like, there was always something else. Like, I I think I just had to rent like Monster Squad for like the like <laughs> 38th time.
1: I'm pretty sure it's an Italian movie. I've seen it. I can't remember. It's an Italian movie, right, Matt?
0: Yeah, it's an Argento movie Uh, from like 86. It Yeah, it had two titles. So I don't know which, both of them had that. Uh, image with their hand reaching out with all the bugs. So It's a really cool poster.
2: Mm-hmm. Speaking of Italian, mine was a Giallo film. The Demons cover scared the shit out of me as a kid.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: But like by design, I didn't rent it because I was like, I'm too scared. <laughs> <really got> <laughs> there were so many movies in the 80s I didn't rent because the cover scared me too bad.
1: <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. I think it was Demons and also there was another one where my parents, my parents had a weird philosophy of letting us rent horror films because when they finally broke they're like jesus christ four boys asking for horror films they just like they (laughs) gave up you know i mean they barely I'm, i'm sure i would hope somehow my parents figured out how not to go bald because you know you've got four kids like can we get this this and this and they're just pulling out their hair they always had a weird philosophy with certain movies they wouldn't rent for us and i remember I, yeah, I think Demons was definitely one, because I remember that. And they would. My mom would not rent Dead Alive for Us. Because of the cover? Because of the cover.
3: Wow.
2: Yeah. Cover was creepy.
1: And she also wouldn't rent the one with ants, where it was the girl with all the cleavage and all the ants crawling on it. <laughs> I don't remember no. that. My mom's like, that's a porno. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh, what guy's getting his rocks off with ants on boobs? That's a weird subgenre right there. <laughs> Okay, so uh, if we're walking down the aisle, uh, I'm going to describe here. Maybe, Matt, you can help me, too. Um, and we've kind of already talked about it. We've got a giant, grimly hand popping out of uh, the first floor window coming to grab you. I mean, spooky. Scary. I'm frightened.
0: And, the, and you've got the tagline of, uh, warning, in this movie, you. You are the victim so now it's like oh i'm involved
1: <laughs> oh really that's your tagline mine yeah. underneath is home video version not in 3d <laughs> oh
2: Aww. weird my version says prepared to be totally underwhelmed that's, that's
3: <laughs> <sad>. <laughs> wow. super weird
1: they need, they need to work on these subtitles <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah we just get I, I get a bunch of words underneath mine you know saying who's in it directed it wrote it And all that good stuff with a big sticker that says 3D rental. I mean, 3-day rental. Damn it. (laughs) They they got me. (laughs) You are the victim. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and it also has the classic green horror sticker on it, which I love. Oh, I
2: love when, yeah, they have Mm -hmm. those on there.
1: So it's an Orion and uh, Vestron vehicle here. Uh, You remember Vestron, don't you, uh, Matt?
0: Oh, yeah. That was probably another reason that uh, I picked this movie up. Before I rented any of the other ones, the the great cover of The Hand and the fact that it was from like the company that was putting out all like the Charlie Band movies and stuff like that. I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to like this. So uh, this was a this was a must rent for me.
1: Yeah, didn't Vestron like really hit the market big with Dirty Dancing? Mm hmm.
0: Yep. I'm looking at that VHS right now. <laughs> it just happens to be in front of me.
1: All right, so I'll read, I'll uh, flip it over here to the back and we get, well, I get the most evil house on earth, dot, 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 and its legacy of horror. And we got the production still of the demon alien coming out of the well. I, what is that? Is it a demon? I have so many questions about the well. It, it's, <laughs> it's
0: the it's the demon because that's the other subtitle for the movie. <laughs> that is the the titular, the demon. It looks like an alien, though. Yeah, I know.
3: <laughs> I, thought, I thought I went straight gremlins with that hand. <laughs> I think they failed
1: in one aspect is we don't know what it is. <laughs> Everyone's got a different answer. Uh, but the, uh, the description here is or the you know synopsis of the film. The infamous Amityville house site of the hit thrillers, the Amityville horror and Amityville 2, the possession is once again the centerpiece of terror and horror filled Amityville 3D featuring extraordinary special effects by the team who created Poltergeist. There you go. There's good marketing. Stick in Poltergeist. That works. Tony Roberts, Annie Hall, and Tess Harper from Tender Mercies star in the chilling journey into the supernatural as a journalist and his wife who buy the beautiful Amityville house as a cheap investment. But strange occurrences begin right away, threatening the couple the children, their friends, and the mysterious realtor who sold them the house. The terror builds and builds until a group of scientists begin to probe the house and discover the horrific answer to the mansion's dark secret. Wow, you got a lot of problems inside the synopsis. Like, it's not correct.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, he didn't buy it with his wife. That was his
1: ex-wife. Yeah. Who wanted nothing to do with the fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> And then the mysterious realtor? No, was some fat
2: dude who's like, I don't want this. I just bought it. I was just going to say, I didn't think there was much mystery there. <laughs> no,
3: It just cracks me up because my note also references him as the fat guy and not the realtor.
2: That's I hope to yeah. be billed that way. <laughs> you know, he's
1: like the fat cat. That's actually what I wrote down. I was like, oh, the fat cat owns the house and he died in it. That makes sense.
3: No, I'd straight up the fat guy. I, <laughs> I go ahead and wait shame him. <laughs>
1: what we do here we body shame
3: (laughs) (laughs) pretty much and it's okay that i do it because i'd be
2: billed as the fat girl
1: Yeah, seriously (laughs) i know i'm
3: like i can do it i'm allowed to call other people fat so
2: (laughs) before we pop it in and talk about it and everything
1: i will say the beginning of this i think is clever because they subverted my expectations of what this was because at first when we get this family or we get this this couple doing this whole psychic thing i was like Oh my God, this is
0: awful. Really? And then it's, and then they get you, and then it's uh, you, you've been swindled as well. Well, since I am a skeptic, the haunted houses and everything,
1: you know, all that good stuff, ghosts and whatnot, I, that's, I think, why I liked it right away. This beginning part, anyway.
3: I didn't fully understand in the beginning that it, like, was a rented house because when all this shit went down and then, like, the two old people just leave, I was like, why, why would they leave? I'm like, why wouldn't the other people go? Like, why did the old people leave? I'm like, oh, it's a rented house. No, I did. I, I'm kind of in the same boat as, as, as a skeptic. So the whole almost like Harry Houdini, like debunking <laughs> thing was really cool.
1: Yeah, we talked in the previous uh, Amnibills that like I'm more the skeptic. And that's why I like, you know, haunted houses to me don't make. <sighs> I'm not a big haunted house. Um... Like, I love haunted houses. I just don't like haunted Movies mostly. Huh. I don't know. We, you know, Jackie's a skeptic. How about you, Marissa?
2: So I'm a total sucker and a believer, and so I think that's why we make good partners. Because I'm like, I assume everything's haunted, like whether it be at home, a lamp, a pen, yeah. anything. And, and
3: I don't believe in ghosts, so it, <laughs> it works out. Although I'm, I'm kind of the opposite of you, Steve, where I don't believe, but at the same time, I'm very entertained by the notion of ghosts. So I will always go into the haunted house movies. I will go into like the haunted house attractions. I have books on my bookshelves all about ghosts and hauntings, but that's just because it's an entertaining topic for me. But yeah, I'm I'm the skeptic and and she's my believer. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean I mean Matt and I are a little bit split on it too. He he has never had something like that, but you're more like, eh, shit can be possessed or haunted, right?
0: Yeah, I'm more of the of the I don't believe, but I'm still cautious because you never know. Um, so I and then and that's and because I never know and I guess I don't fully commit to not believing in that regard, uh, then it, all of this stuff scares the shit out of me. So
2: <laughs> Yes, yeah, same. I'm always like, Well, I can't say it's definitely not true. So I'm just gonna be scared just to be safe.
0: <laughs> yes, that is where I'm at. That's exactly my position here.
1: Yeah, we have a nice sprinkling of beliefs going around here. That's right. <laughs> nice. It's fun. So let's pop this tape in.
2: And now, our feature presentation.
0: No trailers. I hate it. It's still too early. Too soon still. They're coming. Don't you worry. We got plenty of vid marks to go later in this series. We'll be good. (laughs) This is an older one, too. This is an 84, Vestron. Wow.
2: It's weird, because like, one thing, too, I always feel like these later Amityvilles are so much later than they were. They all came out pretty quick after each other. Like I was like shocked that the like they like they were all still in the 80s. Yeah, in 79,
1: you had the first one, 82, yeah. the second one, 83, this one. Yeah. We actually have a large gap between 3 and 4.
2: Yeah, like 5 years, right?
0: Yeah, it's like 80, 89 is uh yeah, mm-hmm. is four. so yeah, so we get we get a few years in between but still in the 80s. So like yeah. we got four or three three movies in the 80s and then the first one in the 70s, so um, and then, of course, we get the wild, wild 90s later in the series when we get into the cursed <laughs> objects section of the series. <laughs> and so,
1: this came out 13 months after the second one in November. The second one came out in September. So, okay, 14 months. 14 yeah. months after. Does this feel rushed to
2: anyone? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? I didn't think so. Oh,
0: I... it doesn't feel super rushed to me. It just feels super different than the other two.
1: Yeah, see, I, I'm I'm kind of going more in the jackass, like this kind of feels like a structured story someone was working on, but this is the first one not based on a book. So one, I tricked, I tricked Marissa, nailed it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was rushed.
3: No, see, my my whole thought of it not being rushed is more okay, and and full disclosure, like the the kind of movie like this is Just how also like with Jason 3D, like how you do the effect where you put an object, you know, very close to the camera. You're doing the whole 3D shtick. Like I'm the target audience for that. Like I eat that stuff up. I love it. So for me, this doesn't feel rushed because you have to go in with a forethought of like, what can we, what can we put in front of the camera? What can we do that doesn't seem like, super outlandish. Like I felt like all of their little gimmicky like 3D moments, like they all seem to fit. Like in the very beginning with the branch in the wind. Okay, you can roll your eyes all you want. Like what what 3D movie are you fucking making? Right? (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like it I just feel like it, it seems very planned. I thought they were all well thought out little gimmicks with the 3d stuff
0: i like the 3d stuff too i you know it just it adds a level of like charm to it later and yeah it might be a little dorky you know with like the, the like the pole when she gets in the accident and stuff like that and you know it, nowadays with it not in 3d it's a little cheesy but whatever man like i really like it i i think it's just charming it's it's dorky charming
1: well here's my full perspective i thought their 3d gimmicks were well thought out but at the same
2: time, I think the 3D gimmick is dope. Thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's only so much you can do. I'm really glad somebody said it. That Who wasn't me? Because Jackie's already over here like, like, netty netty boo, boo, because she wins. <laughs> but for, am I going to be the only, like, let's, can we talk about the elephant in the room in that 3D fucking sucks?
0: <laughs> yeah, well,
1: okay. So in like 81 through 83, like 3D was, it just went off. The rails we had coming at you in 81, mm-hmm. Friday the 13th part three in 82. First of all, I always thought Friday the 13th was called 3D, Friday the 13th 3D. It's not. Okay, it's just part three, which it, it's part three in 3D. Yes. So I don't know. Just something for the nerds out there. You know
2: why? Because they were it was classy yeah. like that. They were like, we're not gonna hit you on the head with it. We're yeah. we're a classy. <laughs> we're gonna let
3: you figure that out. Here are your glasses. Yeah. <laughs> we're, and then we're a classy yeah. series. You're talking to the girl that also loves the 3D ending of Freddy's Dad, The Final Nightmare. You were so With like his little like the Freddy on. sperm yeah. heads oh, like going around the screen. Yeah. So again, I'm the target audience. I'm here for the gimmick.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I'm glad you called it sperm because that's exactly what it is.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Freddie had sperms. She loves a a good William Castle
2: gag, too. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I was going to say, you're like the William Castle fan. You'd be like, hell yeah, buzzers under the seats. I'm gay. (laughs) Uh, We had Parasite in 82, Amityville 3D in 83. Listen to all these 83 films. This is absurd. Amityville 3D, 83. Jaws 3D, 83. Uh, Metal Storm, The Destruction of Jared Son, 83. That is a sci-fi film I've never seen. I have seen Space Hunter, Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. That was 3D. And then we have Treasure of the Four Crowns, 3D, in 1983. I just figured out saying 3D and then 83 is really confusing
0: in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) And there's three part threes that are in 3D. So (laughs) you've got that as well.
1: Uh, you guys know what would be a great idea? Are you going to say uh, number three in 3D? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, that's what I was going to do, but um, I hate you, Jeff.
3: <laughs>
1: it's always that damn Jeff.
3: And, and the other thing I want to say about this movie is there was a genuine moment of scare for me because... This movie showed one of my very real fears, which is my fear of elevators.
2: Oh, God. I was so afraid you were going to say my fear of flies. And I was like, I fucking am so over the flies in this film. Seriously. No,
3: no. I have a fear of riding in elevators. And this movie tells you exactly why. Because if I get into an elevator, Shit's it's going to do me. exactly what happened to that guy. <laughs> which is why I take the stairs all the time.
1: Yeah, but what about skyscrapers?
3: She just avoids them. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if I can, No, i seriously, serious. I've talked about it on our show. Like there's a, a law firm that I have to go to a lot for my job and I walk up seven flights of stairs because I do not like their rickety ass scary elevator oh
2: one of my favorite games to play at work is will the elevator break down and I'll be in here all day instead of at <laughs> my desk because it would be a marked improvement as a teacher on my day <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you're right I can't uh, can't teach these assholes I'm in, yeah. I'm in an Sorry, elevator
2: I'm stuck in your fucking elevator for I'll be waiting take your time <laughs> So no, yeah, I like to play with danger.
1: Did you? Now I just heard something. Did you, did you? Did both you watch uh number one and number two beforehand?
2: So I, I rewatched number one, and then I couldn't find two. Like, and and was did in one. Yeah,
3: yeah. I watched the first one, and yeah, I so didn't I watch plot, the second. But one. Yeah, like
2: I just read the full summary, and then they lost me at like when they took the VC Andrews curve.
0: Oh, what is that? What. The incest, baby.
2: Yeah, the, when they went for the incest route, I was like, no, I think I'm, I'm yeah. going to tap out here.
1: <laughs> you mean the most uncomfortable boobs of all time? Because I go, she is not 18. Then I looked it up, she just turned 18. I go, you are so gross,
0: Italian director. Oh, so gross. Right.
2: It was, ugh, yeah. Everything about that one feels icky.
0: That's disgusting. I wonder if like uh, if a pushback from that, because that movie is always kind of generally thought of as like gross and icky. I wonder if that's why we get a PG... One, I always wondered why this one was mm. PG.
2: It was for PG, too.
0: I think so because it was a TV movie, so I think so. But mm. then there are after that, so I, I, yeah, I don't. I wonder if like they they heard that two was so gross and they were like, all right, we got to tone down this next one.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, Vestron gets in, watches it, and they're like, wait a minute, she just turned 18, you showed her boobs, and she had to sleep with her brother. All right, we're doing a PG movie, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, this movie, it, did, it lost money. PG probably wasn't the way to go. $6 million budget, six point three domestic box office. So I guess the 3D, uh, the, the little gimmick there didn't work for this.
0: Yeah, I, I think the PG brings in, though, like a, a tone that feels kind of amblin-y. It feels kind of poltergeisty. It feels kind of Ghostbusters-y uh, a little bit. I mean, obviously, it's not going to reach the heights of any of those things, but it, it does have that vibe. That feels like this sort of family-ish horror, you know, early gateway horror kind of vibe that Amblin stuff has. I, I felt that when I was watching it this time. Yeah,
2: I, I and it almost kind of made it boring for me. Like, I was just like, huh. you know, like, I don't know. I, I was underwhelmed with this one.
1: <laughs> oh, there's a big gap for me, too, where I was like, okay, you know, they're not believing someone who's getting haunted by a ghost. So I guess at the beginning, we have two journalists... Uh, we don't know their journalists at the time. They go in, they pretend like they lost their daughter. They, uh, you know, kind of like prove that these two older fake psychics are setting people up. And then I guess that ends a contract for your, uh, that you sign. They're like, oh, you found out you're a fake. You're kicked out of the house.
3: Yeah. That's you got to really yeah. read the fine Yeah, lines. that breaks the rental yeah. agreement. Yeah, that's in the lease. That's <laughs> like they've walked right out. I'm like, what? Don't you have
1: like a year? <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Always read the fine print.
2: <laughs> I don't know, but every contract I'm writing, that's going to be a clause from now on, just to be safe. Yeah,
1: like I'm fine with ghosts, but if you're lying to people and it's fake ghosts, yeah. you're out.
2: <laughs> you're out of here.
1: So when you start your whole retail um, giant uh, rental, you know, like you're renting out to people and everything, you make sure you get that in there. <laughs>
3: that's right.
1: And I will send everyone I know that way. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, and then you know, I I love how the the fat cat in this Clifford, I think his name is, who's just like, I didn't, I didn't know they were doing this, and then John. Which is like you know the least. He's like, man. I didn't
0: know they were doing this. And then if uh, you write the story, make sure you don't mention me in it at all because I definitely didn't have anything to do with it. Uh, just in case you thought I might have had something to do with it, I definitely didn't. Like <laughs> it was like, okay guy, okay guy.
1: <laughs> so clearly you had something to do with this.
0: Uh, <laughs> and he almost
1: fell. First of all, there's a there's a well into nowhere, or, or it's just a hole. It's not even a well at that point. And he falls in through the the wood. First of all, if you see wood planks like that, why the fuck are you standing on them if you weigh like 400 pounds?
3: I know. I'm cautious with those like white patio chairs, like those white plastic <laughs> patio chairs. I'm cautious sitting in those. And Fatty is just walking <laughs> over to these planks in an already grody rundown, you know, basement. No, you deserved it. You deserved it. Oh, deserve I, I had down. zero sympathy yeah. for
2: Cliff. <laughs> Cliffy had everything he got, like deserved everything he
1: got. I'm actually impressed that he could pull him out of that well. <laughs> yeah. but then he gets up and he's huffing and he's huffing and puffing. And then Johnny, I do like John's like, he's like, yeah, well, maybe I won't push in the story if you sell me this house.
2: Yeah. The timing on that felt a little, (laughs) (laughs) inappropriate to me. (laughs) I mean, I'm no business guru, but.
0: (laughs) Yes. What were you going to say, Matt? I cut you off. Sorry. I wonder if it's tied to the time, because I feel like a lot of people were, pushing back against like the Amityville horror, like the book, the story, the movie being like, it's fake, it's fake, it's fake. And I feel like the third movie is kind of like a response to that. It's like, okay, there was fake stuff, but now we're going to try to get the demon out. <laughs> like, I feel like it's uh, it, it was in the public consciousness when they were seeing these movies that there were so many things disproving so many things from the first movie and stuff like that coming out in the early 80s. Yeah, because the Let's Family, you can say is full of shit. That's fine. I mean, a lot of
1: people say it. Yes, including James Brolin, who starred in the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a skeptic. I never really called them bullshit because I just didn't care. I was like, whatever, you got a book out of it. Good for you.
0: Yeah. But I, yeah, I wonder if the movie, this movie, they made that conscious decision when they were writing the script. They were like, all right, we got to address like the the grifters here. We got to address the, the fake stuff.
1: No, you might be absolutely right. That's probably why a skeptic led this film. is because of all the skeptics out there of the Lutz family. Right. Wow, Matt, you just, you just blew my mind a little bit. More Sorry. than the 3D, <laughs> which is hard to do.
2: Yeah, yeah no, I, that's a good call. Yeah, who do you
1: think you are coming on this podcast with good calls? <laughs> I'll leave. I'll see myself out. Yeah. <laughs> we only accept stupidity. <laughs> yeah, you bring uh, us
3: on, I thank you not to do that again. Yeah, Matt. seriously. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm going to have to replace you as a co-host. <laughs> It is funny he buys the house, you know, the ex-wife,
2: which, okay, can someone explain to me, is he living with his ex-wife?
3: I have so many questions about the nature of their relationship. Are they they banging? (laughs) No, see, I took it from what, okay, I don't, I think they're in the process of, because when he's packing his stuff, she's like, you know, you keep talking about divorce and you haven't, like, they haven't gone through with it. I, it sounds like they are, they have like, they finally have come to the to the decision of we're getting a divorce. So that's why he's packing his stuff. And that's why he's peacing out because no wonder, they have decided Lord, to do it.
2: No wonder Lori Laughlin was such a rebel. That can't be easy on
3: her. No. You feel bad for Aunt Becky because her parents are just like at <laughs> odds with each other. Yeah, Yeah, but I'm with Marissa. I think
1: they're still touching no-nos.
2: Yeah, I think so too. I mean, that's how I read
0: it personally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the mother was like, "Are you sure you want to go?" Like she didn't want him to leave. I was like, "Wait, are you sure you want a divorce? What is this?"
0: I I don't know. I I got the opposite vibe from her. I was I thought that uh, the wife didn't fucking want anything to do with him anymore. <laughs> like didn't want to touch him, didn't want to. look. I thought she hated him in this. Oh man, I did not get that. I, yeah, I that mean, was just like a vibe I got. She I hated the house. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
2: She hated his, like, believing, but... Yeah, no, I didn't get that either. That's so funny. I am a hopeless romantic, though, when it comes to my
1: couples in horror movies. Well, right when she said, are you sure you want to go? I was like, wait, are you sure you want him to go?
3: (laughs) And then when Whitney Houston started playing, I was like, I'm here for them. No, you know what? Because he called her bluff. And now she's backtracking. Like, you can only imagine there was an argument of, like, you know, if you want to go, then go. Well, fine, then fine. I'll fine, go. And then, yeah. And then when he actually called her bluff and bought the fucking house and is packing up his stuff, then it's suddenly like, well, are you sure you want to go? Like, you sure you want to do this? It's like a delightful game of chicken, yeah. And I think anybody who's ever been in a
2: long enough relationship knows that moment where you're like, fuck it, you won't. you know, (laughs) I I get it. And I found that to be something fun to play with in my head while I was bored with the rest of the film. Well, maybe she's
1: having seller's remorse because she's... She's got a lot of high shelves. She needs someone to reach them. She doesn't have a step ladder. No, that is what the primary mission of a man is in a house.
3: Yeah. Yeah. At least absolutely. in my houses. <laughs> yeah.
1: I do hang out with a lot of short women, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I find that fascinating that Marissa and I got one way. Matt got another. And uh, Jack, you had not catch yours. What would you
3: think? No. I No, I said that uh, she's pissy because he called her bluff.
1: I think you're kind of on, you're on your own. You're like on that fence where you're like, oh, yeah, you didn't see it coming, did you? You didn't think I had the balls.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I bought a notoriously haunted house. Kiss my ass. What are you doing now?
2: It's the biggest you won't ever.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it really is. And of all the houses to buy.
1: I think we all can agree that the mom, the one thing she did hate was him buying a haunted house. (laughs) She's like, my daughter's not going there. And I said, as soon as you said that out loud. You know your daughter's going there
3: <laughs> oh yeah
0: can't okay. tell her no because if she tells her no all she's gonna want to do is go in that house <laughs>
2: and i've always known meg ryan was about bad influence on people nobody ever listens right? to me
3: <laughs> america sweetheart my ass yeah
2: <laughs> kiss Got my it. ass <laughs>
3: like, come on let's go check out the well let's do a ouija <laughs> in the haunted house
1: <laughs> right? uh, by the way a diy ouija which i was like well well played i mean
2: i i've never done that the ouija board only works If everybody cooperates and believes. Now, put your finger on the glass. Everybody? Okay, now we have to agree on a question and concentrate really hard, and the spirits will answer us. Oh my god, I feel like there's no, like that's the only way you could get worse than Milton Bradley is to be like, I'm gonna make my own fucking Ouija. Let me fucking pull out one of my armpit hairs and use it for the fucking, like, there's nothing good is gonna come out of a Ouija, let alone. (laughs) Oh, that's not how you guys make your homemade Ouija.
1: (laughs) I can't get the visual of you.
2: Like having one long armpit hair. It's a lot of it's a lot of work. Every it's a lot of grooming. Um,
3: just, like she just She yeah. She just grows just that fun. one because yep. she just knows one. in like a couple months. Like, I'm gonna have to make I'm my gonna Ouija, Ouija boy. man. I'm huh? gonna Ouija. It can't pluck <laughs> you yet. Fun. Can't pluck you yet. We are Ouija next month though. So
2: yeah. So no. But like that's you are like it's such a bad idea at, to to begin with to play with the Ouija. But then to make it yourself, you deserve everything you get, Meg Ryan. <laughs>
1: I, I will confess when I was with the Ouija board, I was the one moving it. Always. Always. I was oh, the fucking yeah. asshole. But you
2: gotta be that guy, man? Because <laughs> I thought it was stupid. That's Jackie. Jackie, yeah, that's you just my... fuck with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty that's much. Why I don't play with, well, first of all, I won't play with one. Yeah, I'm too
3: scared. She she has she has said that we should do one, like as like a Jersey Ghoul's thing, but the rules are it can't be in her house. Correct. And it can't be at a graveyard.
1: I misspelled the word once while Ouija-ing, Uh like. And- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so at the end of it, when it was done, because I'm pretty sure my uh, cousin Brad was doing the same thing. At the end, I go, "Oh my god, the ghost is warning us, and he can't spell." <laughs>
3: it's an illiterate Guys, ghost. <laughs> They're the worst kind. You got,
2: you know what? One day you're gonna get your comeuppance from a from a Ouija board, homemade or otherwise. Yeah,
3: paper <laughs> cut, big old, a big old paper cut from a Ouija board. <laughs> well you know those
1: demons and armpit hairs they're, they're rough
3: <laughs> don't mess with the, men, the
1: dead boy <laughs> <laughs> he has spooky yes. alright so we've solved that don't tell your teenage daughter where to go and Correct. that uh, Meg Ryan is a horrible witch of a
2: human being that's, uh... <laughs> yeah, but, and how to make your own homemade yeah. <laughs> Ouija board so you're welcome <laughs> alright and remember to be kind rewind that's done this week <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Matt, take control of this <laughs> it's just a burning train. Where are we going next? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the, the drowning of the daughter? Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, just clean erasing her from this movie. What's up with that? Uh, she she drowns and then they were like, okay, she's dead.
1: You know what was really uncomfortable? And Marissa, you're the only one with a child here. And, mm-hmm. you know, a daughter. So... Yeah. And when her daughter walks in and then she sees you know that the you know the father knows hey your daughter's your our daughter's dead right and then she's like nope no i'm good i'm gonna just uh she's gonna need this uh shirt here iron when she comes back i was like yeah. this is so uncomfortable
2: and it's i gotta be honest it's a hundred percent accurate like i i fully recognize that if something god forbid happened to one of my daughters i would be batshit crazy like, you would walk in and I would full, like, Jackie knows that she would walk in and I'd be like, hey, girl, like, talking to the wall. Yeah. So it's like, I, I I, was so there for the mom in that moment. Like, I was like, I get it.
3: 100%. Yeah, just complete denial. Which
2: I thought that scene was actually kind of like, that, That like, whole little plot line with the mom kind of kind of worked on me a little bit. Even my Grinchy heart grew <laughs>
3: <laughs> well no, I have to agree with Matt, because it's just like, well, she she fell in the water and instantly died. Yeah, in the water. Up. Like they give no explanation. It's just why she nope. couldn't swim. Yeah, or, she just yeah. fell in and died instantly. Aww.
0: Yeah, and I thought because it had like that that kind of like Amblin vibe early on that like the whole thing was gonna be, well, they're gonna get the daughter out of the well. That's what they're gonna do. Nope. They're gonna get a demon out of the well, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm here for a 1980s well plot. Line. Oh
3: dude, I love that at one point, I think it was when it may, have, you know, I'm trying to think what what the guy was looking at. If he was looking in the well or if he was looking at something else, but real quick, there was this like little flash of a demon face. It's like this, it was like this little tiny flash of a demon face. And um it I had to laugh because do you remember Mad Balls? Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, yeah. it looked. The demon face. I swear oh, like to God. The one? Yeah. yeah, I swear to God. It was just. It was mad ball. It was a mad ball. That's what they used for the demon in this movie. Because that's all I saw. So then the rest of the movie, I was just looking for mad balls. It does have
0: a, the the demon does have a big squishy head when you yeah. do finally get him revealed. So I don't <laughs> I don't uh, I don't blame you for thinking that because absolutely it looks like
3: that balls pop out of the hot tub from hell. That's the end of this movie. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: and the, the scientist, which uh, I, uh, the actor's name. Robert Joy. Him. Yeah, Robert Amazing Joy. Amazing
0: character actor. Yeah, Robert he is.
3: Joy.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember him. I mean, I think most people from this podcast are probably know him from, what is it, uh, Land of the Dead?
0: Yeah, Land of the Dead or CSI, probably, if you aren't a horror person. Isn't he in one of the CSIs? Sure. I don't know. I've no, actually,
3: I think that's where I know him from. It's, it's CSI or Criminal Minds or one of those crime drama shows that's actually where I recognized him from
0: yeah he's like a doctor or a medical professional and in, in one of those shows yeah and I've that's yeah I feel like that's where normies too probably know him from but yeah land of the dead for sure he's pretty memorable in it his makeup at the end of this when he falls in the well is pretty similar to his makeup in Land of the mm-hmm. Dead. I'm like, is it the same character? <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: good point. Yeah. Except, <laughs> except he didn't go down. Well, he returns from the well and then he's in, you know, a zombie movie. That's kind exactly. of like, yeah, sure. I think that works out. That sh- that math checks out. <laughs> uh, we did forget about the friend who dies. And she, I mean, her, her ride through this film kind of sucks. <laughs> Because she immediately tells John, what was her name? Melania? Melanie. Melanie. Melania, <laughs> Melania Trump? Melania.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Melania Trump, yes. Uh, she's, she's dead. Sorry. We lost her, tragically, in a 3D ghost story. <laughs> uh, it is Melania, yeah. I don't know why I said Melania. Because Trump's everywhere. Can't fucking escape that asshole.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He is the demon at the end, bottom of the well. <laughs> I'm sorry. You could cut that out. I can't help myself. Oh, we don't cut that shit
1: out. <laughs> <in May of laughs> um, she gets into the house. You know, she starts like it's super cold. It almost turns into winter inside the house. But I think the worst of all is when this has to piss off because it always happens to a female to a male where she's like, all this stuff happened. And he's like, yeah, sure. You're crazy. You want to talk about it now, Melanie
0: no
1: look melanie i'm your
0: friend Uh, we're partners this this is something that happened in my house i have a right to know what happened
2: the the lights went out it was uh fuses or something john it was the most horrible thing that has ever happened to me the worst nightmare the the worst nightmare doesn't even come close and i will never go into that house again never
1: melanie when i got there the lights were
0: fine the fuse- i
2: don't care i don't want to hear about it john i don't want another one of your rational explanations i know what i experienced and i'm not crazy
1: like that always like, oh that's gotta kind of drive women nuts
3: i it yeah. absolutely did yeah. although one of my notes is i like that she kept standing her ground and she even went like you need to believe me. I'm not crazy. Yeah. Like, you don't need to mansplain a haunting to me. Like, I know what I saw. I'm not crazy. So I did like that she was standing her ground with him. But yeah, like, it was just typical, you know, it's probably her time of the yeah. month. And yeah. She's, she's a, little, a you hysterical
2: know. broad.
1: Yeah. Sure.
3: Absolutely. Right.
2: And and she's
1: got nothing. blood coming out of her eyes or <laughs> whatever.
2: Yeah. I don't trust anything that beats for some days. It doesn't <laughs> um, No, it's true. It's so fucking misogynistic and problematic. But the one thing that brings me solace in a in a haunted house film, at least, is knowing as many skeptic- skeptics as I do. Like, if Jackie and I were hanging out in a haunted house and I came out and gave her that spiel, she'd be like, fuck off. Like, you know, put the pot down, Marissa. Like, yeah. she wouldn't believe me either. So, like, really.
3: No, I, I wouldn't believe you. But I would, you know. Put the colander on my head, and I would go out with you, you and we'd would. go out. You would, you would, at, I would. at least, fight I would again. humor her, and Humoring I would go me, out. Patronize me, potato patata. Seriously,
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the skeptic who's more like, yeah, I believe that you believe that you saw that, which is maybe even worse. <laughs> yes, and that's like that's kind of like why I like cult stuff is because like they, what they can convince themselves of, and that's more powerful than the actual ghosts. And like, if someone is convinced that shit's happening, it's it, it's happening to them. I mean, yeah. their mind's that powerful. And so, uh, yeah, I yeah, I you know, I would put on the tin foil.
3: Oh, thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah,
1: that's the aliens, isn't it? All right, fine. The colander.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come with me. Put put the spaghetti colander yeah, on your head. Of course, the
2: Italian from New Jersey says <laughs> she's gonna put a spaghetti colander <laughs> on her head and protect herself. Hey, oh, hey. Oh. hey.
3: <laughs> I'll
1: bring the toasted ravioli. I'm from St. Louis. <laughs> We got the French-German-Italian connection. We're just a a lot of people still defend the South. It's a fucked up state, but I love it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so it sucks that she never is believed, but you know, uh, it's, it's a skeptical movie, but it pays off at the end where shit goes insane.
0: Before we get off Melanie here, uh, didn't anybody else get the vibe that he hooked up with Melanie and that's the reason why his marriage is falling apart? Like, they don't explicitly say it, but I'm like, yeah, that's what happened.
3: Oh, yeah, no. She's been down. Yeah, I I got that vibe that like, you know, professionally they work well together. But I think that there's definitely like they hooked up and maybe he kind of backed off and she's into it and he's not as into it anymore. But she just kind of wants to keep being around to remind him that like, hey, I'm still here.
0: Yeah, I think they're I think they're friends and colleagues and they work well together. And I think they like, yeah, totally hooked up once. And now uh, that ruined his marriage. But now they're still working together because they still work well together.
1: It's your friend who is always like friends with their exes and you just don't understand it. That's what I got because he's 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 sticking around with his ex-wife. He didn't move into a shitty like motel or anything just to get away. So how much do you really hate her? I'm sure you don't want to be with her. And it's the same thing. Now you're still working with someone you possibly hooked up with. Dude, you just keep putting yourself in bad situations.
0: <laughs> and now he's buying a fucking haunted house.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he makes a lot of bad choices in retrospect. Um, no, see, for me, that was like one of the most unbelievable plot lines. Like, forget the demon in the well, forget the haunted house. To me, I refuse to believe that any woman would still live with her husband if they were contemplating divorce, if he was still hanging out with the cheeky bank. There's yeah. no way so for me I called bullshit on that that's why I don't think I read it that way because I was like no woman will let if, like on the brink of a divorce would be like yeah you go hang out with the girl you banged behind my back like I would kill my husband and bury him in the backyard add another haunted body to the oh, not the backyard that's the first place they go <laughs> not in the haunted house they don't
1: <laughs> well because the haunted house would kill them too
2: that's right yeah. and then I'd torture him as a ghost too that'll fix them <laughs>
1: I never realized that Amityville 3D had such like a love triangle going on.
2: No, <laughs> me neither.
1: It's got a lot of levels. I just thought it was all 3D. Who knew it was so yeah. nuanced? You were right. <laughs> it's like there's so
3: many dimensions. Almost oh! like there's three of them. She's here all
1: night, y'all. Tip your waiter. $10 to get in, $5 to drink. Two drink minimum. I
2: was going to say 20 drink minimum, but you're with us. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, and then, you know, the the whole paranormal... I don't know what this Dr. Elliot West does, honestly.
0: I, I first, I thought he was a sleep doctor. But then he's into paranormal shit? No, so he's a par- They say at the beginning, when he goes in the in the house with them, he's a paranormal investigator guy. They yeah, say like kind it. of
3: parapsychologist, kind of Peter Venkman style. Right, aka, he's not a real doctor.
1: I must have refilled my martini at that time. <laughs> I was drinking to get through these. Now that's not true. Uh, I'm going to drink to get through the fourth one.
0: Uh, no. <laughs> I w- I was stoned during the fourth one. So that- <laughs> the truth shall set you free. Yes. But I was so sober during this one. <laughs> so,
1: didn't someone bring up that there's like a real like, it just kind of drags at one point somewhere in the middle?
2: Oh, yeah. I think so.
1: Yeah. Once the doctor comes into this and you get all the nerds into the house doing their whole like, well, see, the ghosts are here because this reading does this. And I was
2: like, oh, okay. 80s. They're like, computers solve everything. It was so
3: weird, too. Like, it felt like that scene should have been cool, but it was so painful. See, that part I didn't mind as much. It was when Aunt Becky came back as that, like, little purple undulating. Oh, I was here for Little it. gooey <laughs> Whatever, you know, reflection she was. That's where that it was kind of like. That's, that's where it kind of got, like, a little, okay, we're going to follow her. Slowly follow her. Keep following her. Now we're gonna okay, we're gonna go down the stairs now with her. Go around the corner, through the door, down the stairs again. Cause it, so yeah, that one kind of where it was like we literally could have kinda of edited that a little bit differently. And okay, we know she's going to the well. The hot tub to hell is where all the action's gonna happen at the end. And then the doctor sacrifices himself for, you know, no reason. Susan! No, it's Susan! Hold her, John! Susan. Don't let her get any closer!
0: Susan, let me go! Must we gotta know. bring out the source. Susan. We gotta force it out. Susan. I've gotta confront it. Susan! Susan, yes, you can! No, it's Susan Come Susan, out! Go, Ruby! Go,
3: You know, to me, like, there was just, like, a strange thing. Why are you sacrificing yourself for this guy's daughter? Like, it's not like, like, are you a friend of the family? Like, I didn't get the connection as to why he was going to sacrifice himself so her spirit could be set free. Like, she's already dead at that point.
2: Hot Tub to Hell equals an 80s band, metal band. I would totally buy their album. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I like it. Just, yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, I may may put that on the band name list. I I can do that, yeah. (laughs) I, you know,
1: if I was John, I, I wouldn't like, like, okay, I've lost my daughter. I've lost my uh, piece on the side. That's what I'm going to call her. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and now my ex-wife is falling like this orb into the basement. I would kind of be like, no, are you fucking kidding me? Don't go down there. You will Or die. he
0: should be the one to sacrifice himself, you know? Yeah. It's his fault.
3: Oh, good point. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, Sure. I don't think that's going to happen. This
0: is written by man, so fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just get the nerdy doctor to do it because nerds don't matter.
2: That's right. They're just they're a dime time a dozen. Yeah, and then the
1: nerd goes down there and immediately gets his face burnt and then, you know, taken by a gooey a uh, gremlin, a gooey alien, whatever you want to call it, into a very clean-looking well. May I say that? Did you know say The <laughs> water's very blue. It was. It was nice. Yeah, it's, I, I feel like therapeutic... It, I mean, other than going to hell... You know, but your muscles are going to
0: feel great. That's right. At this point, I'd take it. (laughs) Yeah, right?
2: Like, it might be an
3: improvement. (laughs) When the house destruction started to happen, one of my favorite parts, like the moment of comic relief when all of this madness is happening. Did you notice at one point there was a chick? Like I think she was like one of the boom operators for the paranormal team. She got taken out by an entire door. Like she got literally got hit by a door and sent through a window, and I yeah. I had to stop the film because I started to laugh so hard. <laughs> You're a terrible human being, <laughs> dude. The chick took a took a door to the body and went through a window. I was losing my mind.
0: Yeah, these these paranormal investigators take a take a beating here, <laughs> and then they all die. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And they were
2: rolling deep too for a paranormal investigation squad. Like, I was impressed with their budget.
1: Yeah, I don't know what kind of grant they got, but damn. What a work in
2: 1982. Seriously, it must have been way easier to get your master's thesis done then. It's
1: like Reagan or Jimmy Carter is just throwing money everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, so so when it starts to explode, I, I do see all the 3D effects they're getting in. And that's when I started to kind of like go more towards Jackie's side where like, they planned this out. This took a lot of work to get all these stunt workers to, like, get bashed by doors and, like, shrapnel and everything. But I do like how John and the ex-wife are, like, stump. You know, they're, like, somehow, like, drunkardly getting through this. They're like, oh, dodge that, dodge that. But when the marlin <laughs> comes at John, I was like, this movie just hit peak 3D.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could totally see the line. <laughs> I'm tracking. The- awesome. Yeah, awesome. they, they definitely did not try to hide the the wire on the marlin on the wall. And like when, when it sat and it was shaking and it was shaking, I was like, come on, you can do it. You can do it. You can come toward the camera. You can do it. Oh, I loved it. I loved every second of that. Yeah, do you think he actually caught
1: that marlin or is that one he, he bought? <laughs> I bet he bought it and that's why the
3: house is truly
1: mad at him. It's his interior decorating decisions.
3: <laughs> the ghosts are like, you know what? If I have to be here. No, not with the pattern on that couch. No. And by the way, he slept on the couch like every night. What is the deal with that?
2: I mean, they were fighting,
3: right? No, no, but he was in his own house. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, she didn't live there. She just (laughs) arrived and stayed.
0: He probably didn't have his own bed and he was just used to sleeping on the couch from the other house that it was just like, all right, whatever, I'm good here.
1: You think he had a courage to like go to the girl, you know, the the co-worker's house one night? Like that would take balls. Wow. That's what I was thinking too. I go, what kind of man is this? I don't know. I couldn't figure out. John's kind of like a weird one to figure out because it looks like he wants to be a dedicated dad, but he's also a complete dick.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He's like a nice guy. Like he's like a nice guy and he like is not like a shitty like uh you know like some of the other uh males we see in the amityville series here he's not that shitty but then like insidiously he is like you know he gets his daughter killed he cheats on his wife maybe you know like he's he's like oh i'm a nice guy but it's like "Mm, i don't know i
3: don't know if it's fair to say he gets his daughter killed
0: i I mean... mean like he
3: bought the house but like you know she was told not to go and if you just listen to your parents you know you know what i'm saying
2: I think he's <laughs> you're an asshole. I think he's a one of those typical like fake nice guys. Like I'm guys, I'm a nice guy. Like I'm even though I'm doing all these things that would speak to the contrary, I'm I'm the nice guy. And there's so many guys like that out there. And I
3: hate to say that, but it's true. Like you're fake nice guy.
0: Yeah, he's totally he's totally that.
3: I think yeah. you're giving him too much credit. Like, I think he's just kind of like bumbling through life and he's making some poor life choices and some shit has gone wrong. But like, oh. I don't think he's smart enough to calculate half that I, shit.
2: Maybe, yeah, maybe. I just, <laughs> I'm not sympathetic towards him at all.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of with Jackie out here. This guy reminds me of The Complete Idiot where you're like, you know, for a guy who's so smart, you make the dumbest fucking choices I've ever seen. <laughs> you're like, why would you cheat on your wife? It's great, you got everything. You got a house, you got a daughter, you got everything. He's just like well, I didn't really like her anymore. Okay, well, you're a fucking dick, but fine. And then my next question would be like, why are you staying in the house? You can stay in my basement. He's like, well, you know, I kind of like her in a month. I would hate every moment of being his friend because he's too stupid to know how dumb he is.
3: Yeah, like what could possibly go wrong? What could, you know, What what's the worst that could happen, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: And then could you imagine being his friend meeting at a bar? He's like, wait a minute, you bought one of the most haunted houses of all time? Why? Yeah. <laughs> you know your wife's going to hate it? You, you know like you just like keep making fucking dumb decisions. You're going to end up dying in that house. And then he did. Or oh, wait, no. Did he survive? <laughs> he he survived. survived. He survived. Yeah. yeah. Which He
3: pissed and the me wife off. survived. But they're like the only ones. Yeah, like half the paranormal team. Oh, the paranormal got, team got wiped out. Yeah. <laughs> got exploded. Yeah. Yeah, so and then that's kind
1: of like the confusion of where this lies in the storyline of Amniville. And I love this is the same thing with like Friday the 13th where these nerds online fight about this and where it is. And I read about it, and then immediately I'm like, who gives a shit, guys? It's Hattieville 3D. Yeah.
3: Why are we doing this? <laughs> we really don't have to put that it's much energy really into it. <laughs>
2: it. It makes me so delighted to think that there are people who are going to argue the fact that this doesn't, like, in the timeline. Yeah, because the work. house blows
3: up. So it makes no sense of what happens in four because the house sure. blows up in three. Well, maybe it's like a prequel, or maybe it's like in a different but dimension to live a or alternate I, reality.
2: To live a life where I care that much about that must be... I mean, I'm jealous. Yeah. Like, I mean, here I am arguing with people online about you know, like human rights. But these people, they know the real problem with yeah. society.
3: But it, it did make me realize that I have made a poor life choice of my own because I just what
0: I should oh. have
3: I should have gotten into pyrotechnics because you know what they don't call it arson if you get paid to do it. I want to blow some shit up. That explosion was cool. Wow. And like yes. Fireworks? like, I want to set houses on fire and have them explode. Let's do it. See what happens. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get that they, like, filmed the same explosion from, like, five different angles and kept using the same ones over and over again. Oh, I
2: thought that was stock footage that they paid, like, it 30 still
3: so It still looks so much fun. It looks <laughs> so much fun to blow shit up professionally.
2: Oh, I imagine. Yeah. Especially if you're getting paid for it. You're, like, the shit. Yeah, that is a cool job. That's yeah.
1: fair. Like I
3: said, and it's not arson, and you can't get in trouble.
2: Because <laughs> your boss told you to do it. I would
1: hate to be your spouse because you know, every party everyone would be like,
3: Hey, the Jackie, and
1: your husband would be like, Fucking every fine fucking time. And I listen to this <laughs> fucking Poltergeist Three and then the Amityville Three story. Fucking bug <laughs> uh, And you know, when you're with someone long enough, you've heard their story so much. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that on behalf of my husband because he must be so fucking sick of it
1: <laughs> uh, at least you get news stories because you're at school and you know, like teenagers they, they just fuck everything up
2: oh it's so true yeah, yeah. there's
1: spectacular like messes to watch but not raise
0: yeah,
2: no,
3: <laughs> Chad's no, not Chad I don't think Chad's sick of my stories Chad's just sick of buying band-aids because I'm forever just hurting myself on stuff <laughs> so he knows that if like I'm in the kitchen and he hears ooh he doesn't even come to me first. He goes to the bathroom first to get the box of band-aids and then he comes in to see what's wrong.
1: Uh, but what if the walls are bleeding like Abneville was saying
3: a lot of that's a aids i of a <laughs> <laughs> still get blamed a that. bit of a like, would you cut? little oh, "Would you yeah, a Would I of a little would of a little would of a little bit of a the walls of a little bit of a little bit the walls little bit I'd get blamed. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, with the, uh, we need a thousand band-aids. We're going to end it so we can go into the museum. Are we ready? Woo! Yeah. This is the second time I've had to reclaim my property from you. It belongs in a museum. So do you. This is the part of the show where we go out in the film jungle like Indy, and we bring something back to our Amityville wing of the museum. And I'm gonna let the guests go first. Jackie, Marissa,
3: what do you got? Mine is so we mentioned earlier about the special effects. I actually really like the big demon that came out of the well at the end. Oh, okay. yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give a nod to the special effects, and I'm gonna put the uh, the madball alien demon creature from from the well into the museum. Okay. Yeah. I thought long and hard about this one.
2: And I'm going to put Lori Loughlin in the museum. Really? And yes. And he, yeah, here's why. And, and it, I want to go back to a world where Ed Becky was just delightful. Yeah. So I'm going to put 1983 Lori Laughlin in the vault. <laughs> Is that okay with everybody? Like, yeah. keep okay. her
0: safe keep her preserved that's keep right. her untainted that's, yeah,
3: doing, keep her pure
2: like I'm not sure if that's the spirit of our vault but I think she in there she'll make better life choices than she did for the rest of her life
0: <laughs> I think you're 100% right thank you such a cutie <laughs> what, what went wrong
2: I don't know we couldn't but we could save her it's not too yeah. late
1: <laughs> all right what is next you're up what do you got oh you're gonna make me go first good for you you took control i'm gonna go with the beginning i really liked it 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 tricked me and that doesn't happen a lot in films because you know we we've all watched so many fucking movies and especially horror films where you're like oh you kind of start to figure out what kind of tropes and typical storylines they are going to use And this one kind of like threw me for a loop i was like oh they're gonna be skeptics i love it i mean sure there was a lot of like downtime in this but i like the first part so I guess I'm going to put in this script, the first 10 pages of the script. I don't know.
2: Oh, okay.
0: I'm going to go ahead and just put like the, well, maybe I'll just take the one thing that I, I like out of it. I was going to say uh, the effects because I like the demon and stuff too, but I also like, like the orb. So I'll put the orb Ooh. in there, that glowing little purple orb thing. It's stupid, but it looks cool, visual. It, I like that it's 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 there. You know, there is like a, it's not CGI yet, so there is some realness kind of to it, even though it's, like, superimposed in there and everything. Um, so I, I like, like, the orb. I like all the effects in general. And then just to pare it down all the way to, like, the the whole thing here, I I like this movie. I don't know why. I think it's so dorky. I think it's boring. But for some reason, I, I like it. I enjoy it. I think it's, like, just a, just a goofy stupid early eighties thing. And I think like the yeah, the effects are super fun. And like I uh and, and yeah, the cast is fun too. Like it's fun to see Meg Ryan and Lori Laughlin and stuff in here, Candy Clark. But like yeah, it's just uh it's a it's a stupid three D thing, but I, I don't know. It's charming to me.
3: No, I agree. I mean I had said it in our in our chat that, you know, the first one definitely has its place in horror history. You can't take away from How good, who is it, Margot Kidder and, you know, P.W., how good they did. (laughs) (laughs) P.W. No, but honestly, if I'm at the video store and I have a choice between the Amityville Horror and Amityville 3, Amityville 3 is so much more fun. Holy shit. Wow. So much more fun. Yeah, I'm picking three over one. I can't believe you just said that. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's so much more fun. I get it. If you're having a Halloween party and you're going to throw one on, you're going to put three on. It's goofy. It's, it's got, and it's got like the weird visuals of like the demon and like the orbs and stuff like that. Like it, I think it's, I don't think it's better. I just think it's like it, there's something about it. It's like you, you more, that's more of a party thing than the first one's a serious classic. This yeah. one's
3: like fun. Absolutely, this one's so slow though. No, I don't think it's slow. Ooh. See, I also like all the gimmicky three D stuff, and you don't. Oh, so, yeah, I just was annoyed. Like by I it, ca- Like every scene that happened, I was almost like looking around to see what, like, what was going to be the gimmick in this scene. What are they going to put in the camera in this scene?
1: Hmm. No, I'm more with Marissa. I was just like, whoa, what?
2: Really?
3: It means you.
1: So I guess we're going to be on the same side here. Skeptic and uh, and believer, scared of everything person are teaming up to uh, be like, what you talking about, Jaggy? <laughs> I,
3: right. I didn't say it was better. I just said if I've got the choice between the two. I mean, come on. At this point in our lives, Marissa, at least, you can't be surprised that I'm going to pick Amityville 3D over watching Amityville. No, nothing surprises me with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I could respect that you're more entertained by one and you choose that. And, I mean, that happens all the time because I can't tell you how many times I've watched Freddy Six over the first one. And mm-hmm. I know Nightmare on Elm Street is far superior, but number yeah. six pains me like no other. And that's also 3D. So it's it's amazing yeah, that I block that choice out of here. Six so, is pretty fun.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, Freddy Sperm's amazing.
3: Come on. Agre-
2: I can agree <laughs> yeah. with that. I think we can all agree on that.
1: All right, that will wrap it up. Before we leave, though, Ghouls, explain to the listeners where they can... Catch you what you're all
3: about. Jersey Ghouls are, uh, it's me and Marissa, and we kind of take the feminist fangirl approach to horror films, books, comics, culture, anything homemade within the Ouija genre. Homemade Ouija boards, all. Of yeah, them. homemade Ouija boards. We have our take on that. Uh, but yeah, basically it's us. A lot of times we'll bring a guest on. We love to promote our friends, we love to promote independent horror. And you can find us at jerseyghouls.com. You can also find us on your favorite podcasting app, or you just search Jersey Ghouls on social media. You can find us, join the group on Facebook. There's always a lot of fun banter and chatter on there. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and like I said, all the socials. All
2: right,
1: awesome. Yeah, I love listening to you too. You guys, uh, you're kind of like my Monday podcast.
2: Oh, sweet, thank you. Yeah, I'll take that. (laughs) Thank you, man.
1: You come out on Sunday night. Sometimes I catch you on Sunday night, honestly. And then, but there's mostly it's Monday morning after I get through my stand-ups at work, and I'm like, well, let's
3: pop on the goose. Oh well, yeah, I probably should have mentioned we release an episode every other Sunday.
1: <laughs> uh, I I love the uh, the banter between you know Marissa, who's more taking like ah, this is why we should look at it through a feminist uh, you know <laughs> lens, and then Jackie's like yeah, but this is fucking badass, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and then you guys argue. <laughs> <Love it. laughs>
3: Yeah, we do. Yeah, I think it's kind of obvious who the feminist and who the fangirl is. So, like I said, we. You know, we generally, Marissa does her absolute best to bring some academic views and some actual social issue to our show. Right. And And then
2: Jackie, like, after I, in one breath, will talk about how demeaning, you know, it is to women in certain ways. She'll be like, but her tits, though, they were so good. And then it just works somehow. Yeah, I'm,
3: (laughs) I'm usually good to interrupt her actual thought with a dick and fart joke. So, you know. Come visit us at jerseygools.com.
1: Yeah, I can never figure out if you're more of a size girl, if you're more of a shape girl when it comes to boobs. I can never figure it out. I've thought long and hard about this. She's a shape girl. I bet you have, see.
2: I am. Yeah, Um, yeah, I'm a shape shape girl. girl. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. Yeah. What
2: kind of best friend would I be if I didn't know that? (laughs) (laughs) And then we wonder why so many people assume that we're together, together, together. Together, together. (laughs) Which we don't correct.
1: It, it's a debate that will go on forever.
2: <laughs> it would truly well. Thanks for having us on, you guys. This was a lot of fun.
1: Don't turn off yet, I mean, because they're coming back next week.
2: <laughs> oh, stop. Two two weeks in
1: a row Two us. weeks two in
3: a row. row you guys are so brave.
1: <laughs> oh, no, this is fantastic. I love it. Uh, this is going to make for a very energetic fourth episode, I can already tell. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> so come back next week when we take on Amnitville 4, The evil returns, or as I like to call it, when the house says, fuck it, I'm out.
0: (laughs) Uh, So remember to be kind. And rewind.